0: hi there my name's brock welcome to occupied and welcome to our 50th episode together i just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has listened whether this is your first episode or your 50th you guys are the reason why I do this and your feedback and your encouragement are what make doing this fun. It is a lot of effort but you guys make it fun so just wanted to say a quick thank you before we get stuck into this episode. G'day and welcome to Occupy, your fortnightly podcast for all things occupation and occupational therapy. This week we made it! Fifty episodes. Fifty episodes. Five zero. That is more than I ever even considered we were gonna make. You guys have been amazing. I asked you guys to submit your favorite guest, your favorite takeaway, your favorite whatever from the last 49 episodes Uh, and i'm going to piece that together in a bit of a celebration of how far we've come sit back relax if you've submitted an audio clip have a listen out for yours and if you haven't then this will be a nice little reflection on some of the episodes that we've had over the last 18 months 50 episodes i estimate that's Somewhere in the realm of sort of 80 to 90 hours worth of content uh, that you guys have, have received. Uh, I would estimate it to be well over 100 hours that I've actually recorded with various guests. Thousands of downloads, heaps and heaps of emails and comments on social media. You guys have really got behind this podcast. I cannot thank each and every one of you enough for supporting this little creative project that I I started kind of on a whim. I I wanted to start a podcast for a very long time, originally uh, as part of a, a private practice idea that I had. And when the private practice idea kind of went to the wayside... I kind of shelved the idea of the podcast as well until a few years after uh, I was talking with an amazing friend of mine, Sarah, who just went, well, just do it. And me being somewhat of an over planner and slightly reluctant was like, oh, I don't have the gear. I don't have this. And uh, a thousand excuses until she just said, just, just do it. Because if you don't do it, you won't do it. And she pushed me to start. So I have a massive, massive thank you to Sarah for everything she's done in kicking me off along this process. I am the kind of person that once I get through that initial nudge, initial flinch that I've talked about on previous episodes, that I'm, I'm off, I'm rolling. So 50 episodes down, hopefully another 5 million to go. I love being able to talk to amazing and super interesting people. And I love even more being able to share those conversations with you guys. I I think something that sets Occupied apart. There are there are a number of OT Podcasts out there now. Shameless plug, you can find a lot of them at OTPodcast.com. However, I do feel that one thing that sort of sets Occupied apart apart is it's a long form conversation type episode so my my aim isn't to put guests on roast and you know ask really structured questions i do have a very rough idea that i lo- of things that i love to share and i think that would be very interesting to you guys things like lived experience of different conditions perspectives of uh, client perspectives of healthcare as well as various other areas of OT that some people never would get to hear about or, or learn about, uh, including myself. I've learnt so, so much in the process of, of putting this podcast together. But for the most part, and I tell all my guests this, I don't write questions, I don't structure it. The conversation goes where it goes, and there's been a number of episodes where the conversation will go somewhere completely that I did not predict it to. And I love that. I, I really get a lot out of learning that. I love hearing people's uh, different perspectives on theories and ideas and clinical uh, things that, you know I either haven't thought about or I might have a different perspective on. And, and I think being able to have more of those conversations, those really critical conversations is something that I think the profession really needs. Uh, at this stage in its development because we are a relatively young profession and we're at a stage now where we start to where we need to start questioning and we need to start reinforcing some of the things that we do and that we operate under and how we think and that kind of stuff it's not just black and white anymore we're not developing from a nothing we're now in a, a phase where we can start expanding our knowledge and our the strength of our knowledge base. So I think it starts with being able to think critically. And I think part of that, a very entry level part of that is being able to hear another opinion and being able to sit with it without instantly dismissing it as different to yours or they're obviously wrong, that kind of thing. I think that's a really important skill. And that's, that's kind of what I try and I hope that some people will get out of this podcast is you, know, you might hear some things either from me or from a guest that you, up until that point, have fundamentally disagreed with. But I do hope that you are critical enough that you can sit with that and let it sink in. And, you know, in the end, you may still completely disagree with it. But you never know where small instances of motivation or inspiration may come from. And it may come from something completely unrelated to what you're thinking or what you're talking about the the number of times I've come away from a conversation and had a, a an amazing thought or an amazing reflection about something completely different to what we we're talking about uh, I can't even explain how weird it feels but how amazing it is to to learn that way and that's that's to a degree that's how I'm wired I tend to learn through that reflective process and I tend to be really uh the type of person that reflects quite well by talking things out so podcasting or hosting a podcast uh, suits me down to a T in a lot of ways so I really do hope that you guys are getting stuff out of it I've got a number of uh, people that have left me messages with some things that they've got uh, out of the podcast over the last uh, 18 months and I'd like to start sharing some of those with you so first up I've got my my good friend Leah Foreman
1: Occupied is one of my all-time favorite podcasts and so many memorable guests and shows and episodes, but I think there's honestly too many for me to break down. But the two biggest takeaways, maybe I'll do one personal and professional takeaway that have stuck with me that, you know, affect my life daily now, personally and professionally. Personally, I loved the episode where Brock was talking with a guest about um, the book, The Flinch, are talking about pushing through the flinch moments in life, and it actually caused me to seek out some, um, some cryotherapy um, in the form of ice baths and using breath work to work through Um, Not only that initial flinch, but to kind of calm the nervous system in those periods of high stress and taking cold showers. That um, Listen to that episode. It's so good, and it's so good in life to be able to walk up to those flinch moments and then work through them and push through them because the other side is always so worth it. Professionally, oh my gosh, it's changed my life professionally, the whole podcast, but the episode where Brock talked about with the guest was talking about, I think it was the pediatric episode um, with the school-based OT. They were talking about if a patient is quote-unquote noncompliant, or so many times we'll say that the patient's non compliant, they're not doing what we're presenting, that that's not the patient's fault. That's on us as providers to come up with a, an activity and, and to figure out why they're not wanting to participate. That's our job that's not on the patient. And I think I knew that innately, but it really has reframed my um, my lens when I'm working with patients just to know that, you know, if a child I'm working with or if a parent I'm working with doesn't seem interested in a technique that I'm trying to use, then it's my job to shift that and figure out the why behind why they're not interested. That's not the patient's fault. That's on me. And that's part of my job description. So um, just reinforcing that and making that more of an innate pattern in myself, and something I'm so so grateful for, amongst many other takeaways and memories. So thank you, Brock. Thank you, Occupied. I can't wait to keep listening and seeing what you guys do in the next fifty episodes. So exciting! Congrats. <sighs>
0: Thank you so much, Leah. Uh, it's amazing to hear that you've got so many different reflections. The episode where we talked about the the flinch, uh, I I've mentioned it on a couple of different episodes, but I believe the the main one where we went into a bit of depth was episode thirty eight, uh, which was with Alexis Jolly around the concept of is occupational balance BS. Uh, that's where around the time that I was reading that book and taking a lot of reflection around that. Uh, concept, and it, it really it really resonated with me. Uh, and the other episode that I believe she's talking about is uh, way back in episode 12, uh, which is OT School to School OT, where I spoke with a local OT, uh, Stephanie Healy, who was working for the school district uh, here in Townsville uh, about her work with with local students. And we did talk about motivation and engaging with students uh, and how difficult that can be and sometimes OTs tend to we tend to take it personally almost if we can't so our natural reaction to that is well it feels bad for us to take on board that guilt or that that you know things aren't going right It, it can't be my fault So a natural reaction is to blame the person who, you know, we feel that it's not us, so it must be them. Uh, When in reality, if we really think about it, it's more than likely us. So we're the ones that are able to and trained to and should be well practiced in adapting our communication styles and looking for things that motivate the people that we work with. So it's really our responsibility to sort that out. So thank you so much, Leah. That was an amazing reflection. Uh, let's have a listen to the next one, which is Alondra de las Otis.
2: I just want to congratulate Brock on the 50th episode. It truly is a milestone and what an honor it is to get to know Brock and everything that he's done with his podcast. I mean, I'm in the United States and his reach um, is so international and it's great to learn so much about what different OT practitioners are doing, the many variety of settings um, that he's highlighting and the different populations that he's highlighting. Um, So it's really cool to get his perspective and just to meet some more um, OTs and OTAs that are doing uh, great things. And so it's really, really cool. I mean, even from entrepreneurship, mental health, I mean, it's just it's just great to be able to find a resource that provides that in one location. Um, so thank you, Brock, for all that you're doing and keep up the hard work.
0: Thank you so much, Alondra. Such kind words. I, I genuinely appreciate it. Uh, Alondra has also been a guest on Occupied uh, and was the OT that taught me how or taught me about hypotherapy, uh, which is something that don't think, or I hadn't really had much exposure to here in Australia, Uh, but seems to be something that is somewhat of a specialty area for OTs over in the States. So if you wanted to check out that episode, this episode 21, uh, Alondra was amazing. And I'm hoping I have brought the idea to her that we may get her on again very soon to have a chat about imposter syndrome. So hold that thought And we'll see if we can get that organized for you. The next one I would like to share is a lovely lady. You may know her as JJ.
3: This is JJ from OT After Dark. The Occupied podcast was the very first occupational therapy-based podcast that I ever listened to. And I found it so fascinating and informative that it inspired me to start the OT After Dark podcast with my co-creator Kay. What was even more exciting was having the opportunity to be on Occupied, especially so early on in our podcasting careers. I mean, come on. He contacted us within 24 hours of us releasing our first episode, and we were very obviously newbies, and maybe we didn't really know what we were doing yet at that time. Uh, But we had an absolute blast being able to discuss the topics of sex, disability, and occupational therapy with Brock. There are two episodes that really stand out for me over the past 50 episodes. The first episode is The Dark Side of Occupation with Dr. Rebecca Twinley. And Dr. Rebecca Twinley's work regarding the dark side of occupations has been such an inspiration for me and has been an initial driving force towards my interest in occupational justice and sexuality. Uh, We even discussed her work on the episode that I was on. Hooray! Uh, So to hear her speak on her work was absolutely incredible and absolutely amazing um, to hear her talk about everything that she's done. Uh, The second episode that was an absolute favorite of mine was Occupational Justice with Professor Gail Whiteford. And I'm currently working on my PhD in occupational therapy, and I've utilized much of Professor Whiteford's work on the participatory occupational justice framework. So she brought up so many amazing concepts in that episode. So what especially stands out to me is that we need to embrace that our domain is located within our name as occupational therapists, which is such a unique construct in professional realms. Also, I love that she discussed that occupational science should be a fundamental science in occupational therapy because I feel at times that this has become lost and it's critical for educational programs to really make this a core foundation and program so we can really get back to what truly makes occupational therapy great, which is the focus on occupation. So with all the inspiring individuals that have been in Occupied, my favorite part of this podcast is having all of these people's work that I have read time and time again, really come to life. Um, and it's just so inspiring and such a great resource. Um, Brock, I hope you keep up the great work. Uh, and I hope that you have me on future episodes of Occupied. Cheers.
0: Thank you, JJ. Always good to hear from you. There's a couple episodes that JJ mentioned there. Also, most definitely favorites of mine. The first one, The Dark Side of Occupation with Dr. Rebecca Twinley. I've known Bex for... I actually came up in my Facebook yesterday. I've known Bex for, like seven years now, uh ever since we connected online and then she started publishing about the dark side and it just really resonated with me. She was extremely nervous <laughs> to say the least to to come on and, and speak with me. She's not huge on the whole public speaking thing, which is fair enough, but I, I hope that I, I put her mind at ease in recording that. It's literally if you do come on and talk with me, it is literally that. It's me and you having a conversation. Bex's work is amazing. If you haven't reddit. If you go to brockcook.com forward slash zero three four you can one check out the episode with Bex but also there's some references in there to some of her work that you can have a read of because it's it really is something that I think every OT needs to read and take on board and add to their their schema of how we look at occupations. The other episode that JJ mentioned still to this day is one of my one of my favorites, uh, and that is the episode of Occupational Justice with Professor Gail Whiteford, episode 24, so halfway to here. The reason why is Gail has been such a massive influence uh, on me and my career with uh, her publications, and being able to meet her quite a few times in person just really kind of blew my mind, and I, I am definitely a, a bit of a fanboy uh, that particular episode, I was probably the most nervous uh, of any of the episodes that I've recorded. Like I said, I was complete fanboy, and I left that episode, <laughs> I distinctly remember feeling so stupid. <laughs> I'm like, there were ideas that Gail just comes up with off the top of her head that I don't feel like I could have come up with uh, with a million years of experience and study. Uh, her, her mind, the way she thinks and the way she conceptualizes things is just absolutely amazing. And if you only listen to one episode, I, I implore it to be that one. Uh, she is just an absolutely phenomenal asset to our profession uh, and... I, I look forward to every time I, I get to, to catch up with her and get to see her. So, yeah, uh, thank you very much, JJ, for bringing that particular episode up because, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites as well. Uh, next, we have Jordana.
4: Hi, Brock. My name's Jordana Bengal. I'm a student occupational therapist at Western University, and I've been listening to your podcast uh, pretty much since I started my master's last year. Uh, looking for new ways to expose myself to occupational therapy in all shapes, forms, and sizes. And your podcast has certainly done that. So thank you. I just wanted to share a thought that I had recently after listening to your podcast about how to talk about occupational therapy. And uh, it was really interesting for me to hear that your elevator pitch is quite similar to my own, uh, where I kind of, I think, about or get people to think about how they occupy time and uh, explaining that an occupation is truly anything that you do to occupy your time. Uh, but then it got me thinking that maybe occupation is actually more than just how you occupy your time. Maybe it's more about um, how you occupy time, how you occupy your mind, how you occupy your body, how you occupy space, um, and also how you occupy your spirit. So those were just some thoughts that I had, and it uh, kind of lined up really nicely, in my opinion, with this idea of the PEO model. So the person, the environment, and the occupation, and just thinking about occupation, and not just in terms of time, but also in terms of space, mind, and body, as well as spirit. Uh would love to hear what you think about that, uh, and can't wait to hear more of the material that you're producing I think you're doing great work and it has definitely opened my eyes to occupational therapy and I love my program and I love occupational therapy more and more every single day. Uh, thanks and look forward to hearing your next couple episodes. Bye. Thank
0: you so much, Ajana. A very interesting reflection. Uh, my my thoughts on it, I think you, you're right on the money. I think what you've just described is essentially Quilcock's concept of doing, being, becoming and belonging, I still see the temporal aspect of it as slightly outside of that, because I think even in the the spiritual and the occupying your body and that kind of stuff, I still think when we're looking at it from an occupational therapy point of view, we're looking at how we do those things, so being spiritual isn't like, it, it's not a, a concrete thing, like you can have an arm and a leg without, you know, looking at that particular thing over time, whereas spirituality in any form we look at that over time because it's something that we engage in it's not a, a thing it's it's something that we you know immerse ourselves in and the, the value of it isn't it itself it's what we do with it so I still feel like I think you've hit some really important points and I think like I said you've really nailed in on doing being becoming belonging uh, which are all things that OTs should be specifically looking at I still feel like the time time aspect is a good way of summarizing to you know gen pop uh what we do because even if we're looking at spirituality or we're looking at our, our personal identities or we're looking at how we occupy our body like you said uh we're still looking at what does those, what do those things what are those how do we engage in those things how do we engage in our spirituality which is going to be something different for everyone what does it mean to us uh, and that meaning comes from the engagement in whatever occupations it is. So a really awesome reflection and, and thank you so much for, for submitting and thank you even more for, for listening. Uh it really does mean the world. Next up, our lady that needs no introduction. It's Ms. Seniors Flourish herself, Mandy Chamberlain.
5: Okay, let's be honest. I am a huge OT podcast fan in the first place. But um when Occupy kind of got on the scene It was just such an interesting and fresh perspective. But I wanted to share one of my favorite episodes. I mean, obviously, there's so many. But one of my favorite episodes was actually um, The Dark Side of Occupation with Bex Twinley. And the reason why is because... Okay. Let's be honest. I've been uh, in therapy, in the therapy world, OT world for almost 17 years. And it is something I actually have never really thought of. And I love when you can listen to a podcast and have a perspective on something that you have never thought about before. So thank you so much to Brock and Brax for sharing the your um, research and the conversation around the dark side of occupation—it was awesome.
0: Thank you so much, Mandy. Uh, Mandy uh, runs probably one of the most successful, most popular OT podcasts uh, out there, uh, as well as a membership site and a whole range of other entrepreneurial endeavors uh, through her Seniors Flourish brand, her Seniors Flourish business. Um, and it's just a ra- an all round amazing person. She's always so happy and, and jovial and and uh, I just I love talking to her we we did do an episode together when was that episode 28 uh, where we looked at seniors flourish and you know the digital world and ots engaging in that digital world but she's she's just so much fun uh, I I can't speak highly enough of Mandy uh, her reflection again on that dark side it highlights one of the the things that I absolutely love about or About podcasting and about my, I guess, mission with all of this um, is to show people some things that they may not previously have been exposed to. So it may be like Mandy described, it may be, you know, that she's never heard of this particular concept. Uh, It may be that she's never heard of, or that anyone you guys have never heard of. this particular person's research or this particular way of looking at things or whatever it is. I love being able to find really interesting people and have a conversation with them in this instance, but share their wealth of knowledge and experience with other OTs so that other OTs can then take note of that and go, wow, okay, that's actually really applicable to what I do or where I work. Uh, and and go from there. So uh, some of you may or may not know, I also own the domain of otpodcast.com where my sole purpose there is to make a really easy place for people to engage with OT podcasts. Uh, I'm not there to try and increase the numbers of my own podcasts or anything. What I'm trying to do with that is increase the number of OTs that use podcasts at all, use them in general. I believe that they're a really valuable and amazingly easily accessible. There's a really low barrier to entry for podcasts. Uh, You can get them on your mobile. You can get them on your computer. You can download them for later. You can listen to them in parts. You can listen to the whole thing at once. You can listen to them on your stereo, in the car, while you're walking, while you're like, you can access them anywhere. It really was one of the leaders in internet, what would you say, internet accessible content Uh, well before sort of streaming music and that kind of stuff, podcasts were doing it. They've been around for 15 years uh, in various capacities and it's never been easier to access that than right now and I, I think that one of my sort of missions is to try and show OTs that there's this whole media, medium of content out there and there's amazing OTs that are putting stuff together and, you know, sharing each other's work and you can access that for free. It costs you nothing. It might cost you a little bit of data if you're not in a Wi-Fi area, but again, they're really small, download-wise, they're really accessible. Uh, so that's that's one of my missions and hearing that from Mandy just, uh, it, that warms me because that's exactly what I want to do. I want to be able to share people's work uh, with you so that, you know, you can get some learning out of it as well. So thank you so much, Manny, for everything you do and and just for being the person that you are. The next uh, submission came from one of my favorite humans on Earth, Sarah Putt, who also runs the OT for Life podcast. I've been on hers. She's been on mine. She's bubbly, friendly, happy, has her head screwed on, really knowledgeable, amazing OT as well as pumping out an awesome podcast. Thank you so much for this submission, Sarah.
6: Hey, Brock. Sarah Putt here from OT for Life, just dropping in to say congrats on episode 50 of Occupied. As a super fan of your show, I must say that I love absolutely everything that you put out, from your thought-provoking monologues to your educational interviews with some of the most amazing occupational therapists, including the Rocket OT, Dr. Rebecca Twinley, Mandy Chamberlain, Professor Gail Whiteford, Dr. Anita Hamilton, and the list goes on and on. Every interview on your show shares the OT journey of your guests, as well as highlights important topics and information relevant to the field of occupational therapy. Brock's a rock star on the mic, and his passion for the profession of OT shines in everything that he does. I can't say enough good things about this show. I love it. And honestly, I can't wait for every episode to drop. Keep up the good work, my friend, and keep occupied.
0: Thank you so much, Sarah. Uh, you you rattled off a heap of amazing episodes again. Uh, one that hasn't been mentioned that you brought up. Again, one of my favorite humans on Earth, uh, Dr. Anita Hamilton, uh, who was part of the OT for OT a group who have had such a profound impact on this profession and, and how it operates in the digital space. Uh, we did an episode way back in September last year. So it's been 12 months. Uh, since we did that episode, and that's way back in episode 11 uh, about online technology for occupational therapy, uh, she uh, Anita on a personal level has had such a profound impact on my career, uh, having introduced me to so many amazing opportunities uh, within our profession here in Australia. She offered me the opportunity to present at my very first conference way back in 2012 with her. Around digital technology. Uh, since then, she volun told me uh, for a position with Occupational Therapy Australia way back in 2012, uh, supporting them with their social media uh, and uh, we, around their national conferences. And I did that for six years uh, before that baton got passed on. But it, none of that would have happened. And through those opportunities, I met some of the most amazing OTs in this country. Uh, I've been to a number of national and state conferences, I think probably close to six or seven. Um, I've spoke at more than half of them, probably spoke at about four or five of them, uh, whether it be invited sessions or uh, submitted abstracts that have been accepted, etc. And I, I put that all down to Anita. She's been an amazing person, an amazing mentor and an amazing friend to me. For, for many years and a, a massive supporter of, of this podcast and and most of the weird and wonderful ideas that I tend to come up with uh, and, and dive headfirst into. So thank you so much to, to Anita on that. Uh, and, and thanks so much to Sarah for, for sending in that submission and, and highlighting some of that amazing work. Next up, Yvonne Hope has sent me a submission, uh, a wonderful OT student from Perth.
7: Being able to listen to these podcasts from Brock is amazing. It gives me great insight into the world of occupational therapy, what I can bring to the table becoming an occupational therapist through my studies and how I can continue to grow as an occupational therapist in relation to listening to other people and other therapists talk about their experiences and the things that they go through, helping their clients and the people that they work with. Uh, It's given me great insight and an extra type of exposure towards my studies that I wouldn't normally get otherwise so I think they are fantastic and I love 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 listening to them thanks so much bro
0: thanks so much Yvonne and uh, your your kind words uh yeah uh, what can I say we've spoken a number of times uh, and you've told me the various different things usually with each episode about bits and pieces that you've taken away from the the different episodes and the different guests I've spoken to a number of other students who have given me some amazing feedback about you know things they've learned or ideas that they've taken away from from the podcast episodes that have influenced their study or their perspective on the on occupational therapy uh, I'm as most of you hopefully will know I, I'm not big on sort of sugarcoating things uh, I, I, I speak from a reality standpoint I'm not going to say it's all you know honey and roses if it's not uh, I would rather highlight the elephant in the room and then come up with ways that we can together work through it. Uh, and I believe that's one of the, the strengths of, of the podcast because that's what a lot of the feedback that I get is about. It's about being able to present this real view of therapy, of you know, my practice experience, of the guests that I speak to, their practice experience. Uh, and, and I think that is really valuable. Uh, the, the podcast is not affiliated with anyone, it's not affiliated with any workplace, it's not affiliated with any companies. Uh, I'm not here to get anyone in trouble, but I, I will always try my hardest to present the most honest and uh the most uh i guess no bullshit perspective on the profession and unfortunately that's good and bad because you know like i said it's not all honey and rainbows so thank you so much for the submission of on thank you so much even more for for tuning in and i i really can't express how much i appreciate it next up all the way from italy an awesome little reflection from alessandra
8: hi brock this is Ale from Italy. So um, I found out about your podcast uh, a while ago. So I was looking online for some information about Gail Whiteford and you know the occupational justice framework, and uh, your like the episode that you recorded with her was within the results on Google. So I just listened to it and i was like wow <laughs> i really 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 enjoyed. and since then i have been listening to your podcast like to all the episodes and um i think that overall like what occupied gave me is been like finding out that as autists, like we are all facing the same challenges all around the world like it's and this is because uh, i don't know if you think that in australia occupational therapy might be not really popular well <laughs> you have no idea here and um i think that at least for what i saw that sometimes some um, ot have i don't know in some way just gave up a little bit and um so for me it was really really important to see that it's not just here that people don't know what it is OT or what we do and there are I don't know uh, we have sometimes we have to fight to just to do our job that for me it's like not I don't know <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm still a student that's the thing I see all these things and and I'm still just a student <laughs> but anyway um, so I guess that what I want to say is that Occupy made me realize how it is important to share what we do. Like, if something is working for someone, it is, is, is important to share. Or if something is not working, or if we have suggestions about what could work, it's we we have to find any possible way to to share within each other and with the rest of the world. So, thank you so much. so so much for what you're doing
0: thank you bye thank you so much ali that was awesome uh one of the things that always astounded me with with doing this show and uh is the reach the the amount of countries we we've according to the statistics that i get uh through the podcast host uh occupied's been listened to in 115 different countries and to me that's phenomenal like that's more than half the world there's 195 countries in the world 115 of them have had at least an episode of occupied played in it that that blows my mind um the other thing that i think is a really important thing to highlight or that that you highlighted sorry is that a lot of the issues and a lot of the things that come up uh, during the the course of some of the interviews or, you know, my reflections or just in general on this podcast aren't specific to any one country. They, they're, they're issues that the profession often can see, you know, in multiple countries, whether it's a lot of westernized countries, whether it's, you know, some eastern countries, whether it's, you know, all countries, like, the the issues that come up I don't yes often they're they're coming from a frame set in a specific country depending on who I'm talking to but they can be experienced by people worldwide and I think that makes it really relatable and I I'm with you Ali in that a lot of the time I'll hear some of those things uh, that might be happening in another country and to me that can be quite validating that, oh, sweet, okay, so it's it's actually not just me that's experiencing this or that's thinking this. And what can we do as a global profession? We are a global, we have a, a, a global association with Wofford. What can we do as a global association to tackle some of these global occupational therapy issues? So thank you so much for your reflection. Amazing to hear all the way from italy uh so yeah i that's 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 made my day thank you so much what would an occupied podcast celebrating the listeners and the guests and the people involved be without my good friend michelle perryman
7: hey Brockles, it's michelle perryman here from the uk and slash usa Um, i'm a visiting scholar at the university of wisconsin milwaukee of course I'm just here to say thank you, really. Um, Occupied has really provided me with a great understanding of the discourse of international perspectives and how everybody sees the profession possibly differently. We really are um, a big world, but really what I understand from listening to the Occupied podcast is that we are one team and we all aim to enable people to do the things that they need to and want to do every day. And I think that really allows us to reflect on our own professional identities and what and what we and how we carry out our practice and what the culture looks like in respect of that as well. So I'm really excited. And I'm so thankful for being part of it. And I can't wait for the future. So thanks for everything, mate. And congratulations for your 50th. Cheers.
0: Michelle, you are an absolute legend. We've been friends for a long time and supported each other through a lot of different changes in both of our careers. We kind of seem to always be making these big changes around the same time, but on opposite sides of the world and yeah, I just thank you for for your kind words and for your friendship all right, so I'll keep it short and sweet. I think I've said more than enough for this episode already uh you guys are the reason I do this if you guys weren't getting anything out of it. I wouldn't be putting the episode out. I'd still probably be having the conversations that I have with different people because I benefit from that as well. But being able to share that experience with you guys and then hear what you guys actually take out of each episode as well blows my mind. It it makes me feel good. It gives me those warm and fuzzies that everyone loves. But I think one of the, the biggest things is hearing from you guys. And I think the reflections that we've heard from different people in this episode have absolutely made every single you know hour that it takes to put this together uh worth it for the last 50 episodes so uh thank you to everyone that submitted audio clips uh thank you to everyone who has been a guest on occupied thank you to people that have sent me emails i've i've had a lot of people will email me questions that they have or reflections that they've had post-episode, and I've had a lot of students, one of the the big things, and we heard it earlier on in this episode, one of the biggest things that I hear from students is thank you for portraying kind of a no-bullshit perspective on OT, and that's, that's, uh, one, that's my pleasure, but two, that's who I am, so um that that kind (laughs) of people are getting that that perspective whether they like it or not unfortunately or fortunately and that's that's something I'll continue to do because like I said that's that's who I am that's what I believe in I don't believe in sugarcoating things I don't believe in hiding facts from people so if there's a a reality to the profession that you know needs to be said then it'll be said going forward I, I hope to bring you more awesome guests. I hope to bring more concepts, more ideas, more reflections, more, you know, stuff that makes your brain hurt. Uh, I I thoroughly love this process and I hope to keep doing it as long as it stays enjoyable for, for me and for you guys. So feel free to drop me a line let me know your thoughts, even though like this episode's now done. like Still, let me know. Leave a review on iTunes if you really feel like it. Um, send me an email, brock.cook at me.com. Uh, Tweet me, at BrockCookOT. Uh, how else? You can contact me via the website. You can now go to occupiedpodcast.com. If you'd like to get redirected straight to the podcast site, contact me however you like. Send a carrier pigeon, throw up some smoke signals, whatever it is. Uh, Let me know what you think. Let me know your ideas, your thoughts, uh, where you'd like to see the profession go. Whatever it is, I I love hearing from people. I am quite a social being, so this uh, one-way communication thing is definitely a new venture for me. But I am, I am enjoying it so far. But I would like it to. Still get you guys involved as much as i I possibly can, because, like I said, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be putting the show out. Uh, it would just be me having conversations for me, so if there's something you want to see on the show, I've already had some requests for the next fifty uh, on types of things that people would like to to see, and I'm gonna do my best to try and make those happen uh, if you have Topics, clinic areas, um, things you want me to talk about, types or people you want me to try and get on, the let me know. I'm more than happy to to try and get people that you know might be interesting to to have a conversation with on the podcast. So yeah, feel free to to drop me a line. However suits you best. Um, the voicemail site speak, uh, speakpipe.com forward slash occupied is still open. Um you can leave me a voicemail if that's easier. Uh don't stress, I'm not gonna throw you onto an episode unless you I ask you or unless you specifically uh are replying to something for that purpose. But yeah, if you if you wanna just jump on the website and leave me a voicemail, do that. That's easy. I've had a couple of people do that already. So yeah, thank you guys so much. Uh cheers to the next fifty and Keep occupied.